Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight in to today's story. Now this story does come with updates as well and it's from Tawei1993 who says, my boyfriend, 27 male of two years and I, 27 female are at what feels like a major negative breaking point and I'm scared he is going to break up with me. I love him so much and I don't want to lose him. This is going to be long and a doozy. I don't even know how to break this down for a too long didn't read, but please bear with me and help me out. So my boyfriend, 27 male and I, 27 female, have been dating for over two years and we have a pretty great relationship overall. We have a few differences and they have always been a small problem, but never anything detrimental in my opinion. But there are two major issues with us. Our biggest difference is our love languages. I'm that girlfriend who is just super lovey-dovey and puts my partner on a pedestal and shows them off whenever I can and just loving on them all the time in every way possible. But he grew up with parents that weren't very loving towards each other, but have a great team-like relationship. So that dynamic is all he's known and I'm his first and only relationship. When he told me he wanted that team kind of relationship, I loved it and figured we could have both his and my ideals because those two together make up an unstoppable bond, but it hasn't really worked out that way. We are very, very affectionate and loving and literally the best of friends and crazy, crazy in love, even after two years. So overall, like I said, a really great relationship overall, but there is virtually no verbal intimacy on his end. He tells me he loves me and that he thinks I'm pretty and that he's lucky and those things are all very, very sweet and mean a lot to me. But after two years, I really had hoped we would have reached a deeper point. I want to hear how I make him feel and that he misses me when I'm not around and just other sappy things like that. I've communicated several times over the course of these two years that I'm needing more words from him. Not because what else he does isn't enough or that he's a bad boyfriend, but because that's just one of my biggest ways I receive love. But every time I try, it seems to be making him feel like he isn't enough and he believes that me asking for this need implies that I'm not happy with him and that our relationship is doomed. I've tried to approach it in a non-argumentative way and have been good about using non-blamatory statements. But every time I bring it up, he still gets defensive and hurt. He has almost broken up with me several times for this. This is really frustrating when all I'm looking to hear are his deeper feelings for me like I do for him. On top of me trying to learn his love language for him, which is actions and quality time, which I have made many efforts. You'll see what I mean in a minute. We have both agreed that we see a future together. In fact, we say we know we are each other's one and can't picture being with anyone else and even talked about getting engaged this year. But again, he never speaks on it unless I bring it up first, which makes me feel like it's all one-sided and that he only wants any of it because he knows that I do. 
but he has no problem focusing on and gushing excitedly about his own personal future and his dreams and his goals, which I've always been supportive and encouraging of. And I think about my own personal future as well, but I also spend time thinking about our future as a couple, and he doesn't hardly ever. He has made it clear that he wants me in his life, but he doesn't need me. And he doesn't think it's healthy to need anyone, which felt like a swift kick in the heart. Which brings me to his family. He has been very sheltered and is extremely close to his family, and they again usually take priority. He in fact still lives at home with his parents and his adult siblings, including his almost 30-year-old brother and his fiance and their two children. It's important to him that I have a relationship with his family, but they are very exclusive and only truly interested in investing in each other and not outside people. I'm also diagnosed with panic disorder, depression, and social anxiety, which has drizzled me with hardly helping of insecurities, which has been another issue of ours on its own, but that's for another post, honestly. So connecting is hard for me, but I feel like I've tried everything. I've showed up to every family event and dinner and casual hangout I've been invited to. I've taken pointers he's given me and tried to build conversations off of them, and they usually all fall flat. I've gone with him to his mother's job to help her with major projects she's working on, or even going with him to pick her up from work when she has a sugar drop. She's diabetic, so I can drive his car for him and he can drive her home in her car. And his sister absolutely hates me and throws a fit anytime I get invited to a major family event, like an out-of-state trip they went on, his brother's engagement and the birth of his nephew. I wasn't allowed to attend a single thing because she got upset and claimed it should be family only. She never tries to talk with me and basically gives me the cold shoulder whenever I'm there. I've been nothing but nice to her and I always find myself keeping quiet and polite and not myself when she's present just so I can make her comfortable and not like I'm overstepping, which again interferes with me connecting with the rest of the family. I've cried and been hurt by this so much, but instead of talking to her about it and standing up for me, he just tells me to keep trying and that it will get better. And then his dad and his brother are just indifferent and go with the flow. I feel like I'm trying my absolute hardest to join a club that merely tolerates me for his sake and don't actually want me. It's exhausting, but I keep trying for him because I love him. They always sit in a separate table when I bring my family to my boyfriend's band's gigs and basically ignore us unless we go over to try and force conversations with them. I've even gone as far as trying to invite them to a 4th of July barbecue and multiple dinners with my family just so we can get to know each other and connect. But they rejected me each time. And like I said, he is in a band with his brother and that also has almost always taken priority over our relationship. He has told me point blank that if we are spending time together and his brother texts or calls him because he wants to jam and work on music stuff, that he will ditch me to go and do that. And if I protest, then I'm unsupportive and not respecting his time. And he has done this only for his brother to cancel on him or rain check on him or even work on music without him. His brother is, like I said, an engaged father of two and he does prioritize his relationship so band stuff often falls to the wayside or gets postponed and rarely do they actually schedule anything and follow through. It's always something last minute. It's really hurtful, but I want him to know his passions and hobbies are supported, so I try to compromise and deal with it. On top of all that, we have been trying to move in together and even that has been a struggle. His family already makes it hard for him between having a work life and being in our relationship because they don't see each other as often. 
even though half of the time we spend together is at his house with them because again anytime he invites me over i go despite not feeling welcome or like part of the family and they don't know how to make plans or set aside time to spend together they all just basically hope they are home at the same time and get irritated when they aren't and they seldom communicate by phone so their options are limited I suggested he start working on things with them so they could have an easier time spending together, especially if he moves out and with me because it'll probably get harder. But he claims it won't be a problem because he plans on being back over there probably every other day hanging out with them, which just seems like a bit much to me. I want us to see them multiple times a week and talk with them every day because I know how much they mean to him and that means they mean a lot to me but we are almost in our 30s and I want us to be able to start our own lives as well and with that does have to come with a little independence from his family. But being that they are the priority and our relationship is not, he just doesn't want any independence from them. At one point, I even suggested me moving in with them because his room is big enough just because I was so desperate to move forward with him anyway. But his sister threw a big fit about that as well. They are all so dependent on each other that I feel like they will say or do anything to keep him there and with them and get rid of me. We have argued about this a few times in the past few months, but especially in the last couple of weeks. And this past Thursday, August 27th, it came up again and he told me he feels like I'm trying to keep him away from his family and I don't want him to have anything in his life except me. I told him that isn't my intention and all I've ever wanted was for him to reciprocate prioritizing me the way I have him, but it just wasn't received right. And my mental health has been bad as of late because of all the mentioned above and a bunch of other shit that has happened in my life and that's been weighing on him too because thinks he needs to carry all of my problems for me, which I never asked him to do and fix them instead of just comforting me. So emotions have been high. So I told him if he ever wanted, I would give him some space over the weekend so we could have some quality time with his family and get a break from all the heaviness. He said he didn't think he'd want or need that and that he'd probably see me in a day or two, that he loved me and that we are fine. Friday 28th, I wasn't hearing from him, so I text him and asked him how we're doing on his end. He said he was still thinking about everything that was said and how he felt and I told him I understood and respected that and I could still give him that space if he wanted that I hope he has a great night and that I love him. I didn't hear back till almost midnight because he'd been working. But when he texted me back, he said he'd gotten off work and that he loved me too and would talk to me tomorrow. Tomorrow being Saturday the 29th. And now it's Monday the 31st and I have not heard from him since. I'm not sure if he's ignoring me or just taking the space I gave him without communicating that to me. But I'm scared he's going to break up with me. Should I reach out to see where he is at with things or keep giving him space till he reaches out to me? Now you mentioned at the start of this post about like the love languages and the way that you communicate with each other and all that sort of good stuff. But I think it's far more than that in this story. And a couple of quotes from that story that really jumped out to me. I mean, there was a whole lot in there that could jump out to you, but these ones really jumped out to me as I was reading them. And it was like being that they are the priority and our relationship is not. He just doesn't want any independence from them. And then another one where he said he has told you point blank that if you're spending time together and his brother texts or calls him because he wants to jam on the music and stuff, that he will ditch you and go. And if you protest that, he will say you're unsupportive and not respecting his time. And then I just question, surely you are worth more than this. And I know we say that a lot in these posts, but surely this is the case. 
he's shown you where his priorities lie and it's from his family his brother and you know all that other stuff you are second to him and yet you're talking like you want to settle down with this person they honestly don't sound like they're going to change very much regardless of what you say to them at the moment this person is 27 and you mentioned the brothers sounds like they're pretty much in the same situation in this and maybe the sister as well she doesn't want you a part of that family dynamic and is actively pushing you away from it why do you want to be involved in this but I'm just going to read one comment from this before we go on to the update from Don't Care How who says he really does have you wrapped around his finger. So eager to please him and his family that you're willing to put up with the absolute shit show of his family and this relationship to you just because you want to be liked so badly. You are dating a child that's almost 30 years old and still living with his parents that still prioritizes his family over you in every situation that still doesn't have the maturity to understand what a relationship requires. This is the most one-sided relationship I've read on here in a long time. Surely you see that, don't you? He doesn't care about you, only what you can do for him. He won't even live with you or even give you priority in his life. His sister is dictating your life instead of you or your boyfriend. What you really need to do is go see a therapist so you can unlearn this codependency and habitual pleasing that you've been conditioned to do. I think your mental health issues and the fact that words of affirmation are your love language is totally screwing up your perception of the situation. Sometimes you have to stop thinking with your heart and use your head. He's not the guy for you and it's abundant. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. clear. So updates. Again, this is going to be super long, sorry, but I believe the details are important in the situation. So it's been a week. I did end up finally hearing from my boyfriend the same day I posted the original post. He asked to meet and talk. Initially, I didn't want to because I wasn't emotionally or mentally prepared. I'd realized that I had spent the whole weekend being anxious about what he was thinking and processing and about what he wanted. Not at all about myself and what things were said and done to me and about what I wanted. He got two days. I felt I deserved around the same. I tried to tell him that, but he insisted we needed to talk that day. Reluctantly, I went. Like I stated in my original post, I'm no idiot. I've known him almost three years and was in a relationship with him for over two years and his behavior patterns are something I knew pretty darn well. So after what was essentially a ghosting period, Yes, I offered him the space, but I asked him to let me know he was taking it so I wouldn't be just sitting around waiting for a text or call. He never let me know. He just went no contact. I knew damn well his plans were to tell me we needed to end things. We met at a local park and stood outside our cars and he asked me if he could hug me. 
I wasn't comfortable, so I declined. I figured I'd just let him say what he needed to say and let it be done. I'd argued my point of view too many times already and I could just tell his exhaustion of hearing it over and over was a key part in what was bringing us to the skate park in the first place. He started off by saying he's been so blessed by me and that we had amazing times and laughs, etc, etc. But he felt that we had been arguing way too much recently about the love languages and his family and that this was an argument we had been having since early in the relationship, around six months I'd say. And we always end up going back to it every couple of months, usually because he would try to be better for the first couple of days and then he would stop and fall back into the routine of things and that it was just hurting him too much. He didn't know a relationship required so much work. Lol. I just nodded and listened and told him okay, expecting that to be it, but he asked me if I wanted to share my thoughts and feelings. I told him I didn't see the point because he already made up his mind and I already made so many desperate attempts to be understood and each time it would be turned into a sad session of me begging him not to leave me. Because these problems are small and fixable in comparison to all the amazing things and pros in our relationship, but again, he insisted. I tried my best to share my heart and I felt like I was communicating well and was actually being heard on the love language front and started to feel relieved like he was finally able to understand what I had been needing from him for so long and he apologized for not sharing his deeper heart with me for all that time. I forgave him, obviously. And then we got to the issues surrounding me and his family. Sigh. He said the last night we had seen each other, August 27th, after I'd left his family's house, he sat down and was talking with his sister, the same one who hates me and likes to be standoffish and intimidating for fun and asked him if I'd be comfortable spending alone time with her. He told her no. He's right. At this point, with how she has treated me when other people are around, I had no urge or desire to see how she'd be with just the two of us. I could barely get her to engage in small talk with me, just to establish a basic service level connection, so that we could learn to enjoy each other's presence, so that could develop into a friendship where we would hang out. But she wouldn't even give me that. She proceeded to tell him that she believed I wasn't right for him or what's best for him and that we didn't compliment each other at all. You know, because she knew me so well or what our relationship really looked like when she wasn't around. She told him that I was not trying nearly as hard as I should have with her and his family and that after two years, I should have been better. She took my social anxiety as being rude and shutting them out and just took it as a fact instead of talking to me and trying to understand me. She told him she felt like the only time I was acting like I cared to connect with them was when he was there to see it. They told him soon as he would leave the room, I would get quiet and panicky because I'd actually have to make an effort with them for real when I didn't actually care to. Then when he would come back into the room, I'd be fine again. So essentially saying that I was just acting like I wanted to connect to make myself look good in front of him. When in reality, he was the only person under that roof I felt safe around and it was easier to connect and be open when he was around because he made me feel safer. Typical socially anxious person trope, but okay, lol. Basically, she was assassinating my character to shreds and feeding the pieces to my boyfriend and he believed every word and actually questioned who I was and what my intentions were. That was the first thing that broke me. I defended myself to the best of my ability and told him what I wrote in my original post about his family and how I wanted to connect and defending that I've tried so hard and would argue that I even overextended myself to the point where I'd get anxiety attacks just walking into his home. 
but wanting, smiling and being friendly and listening and trying to ask for updates on their lives and jobs and hobbies. I committed so many acts of self-betrayal for him, for them, and it was never enough. I explained that and eventually he came around. He asked me if I'd be willing to sit down with them and tell them all of this myself, unload all my feelings and lay out how they make me feel when I'm there. And I believed there was an imbalance in efforts and a lot of untrue and disrespectful things that have been said about me and how I was hurt by them. Just essentially hash it all out. I said I would, even though it should have been him doing that and it should have been a long time ago, but whatever. We talked at the park for about four hours and we really got to a good place of understanding and willingness to move forward and work things out. We felt good and relieved, even though it wasn't going to be easy. We were ready to work through it. We had planned to talk with his family for the following evening, Tuesday, September 1st. I worked all day and again, didn't hear from him the whole day. I thought something was off about that, but just figured he was busy. Once I got off, I texted asking if the big talk was still on because I was ready to go. He texts back asking if I was off. I said I was, then he called. He told me he didn't want to do the talk anymore. He believed it wouldn't help anything and that he was worried for my emotional safety and that I would feel attacked by what his family would say to me. I asked him what he thought his family would say and he said he honestly had no idea and that he just didn't think it would be good. I said, well, even if I feel attacked, as long as he was on my team and ready to have my back and defend me, I'd stay and get through it just fine. He told me that he definitely would be willing to do that, but that would be a problem because then he would be being pitted against his family and just didn't think it was a good idea. He told me the talk he and I had the night before put a blanket over his heart and he felt good, but he woke up that morning still feeling hurt and believing that I should have tried harder with his family, that I didn't make enough of an effort after two years, despite him forgetting everything I have done and also forgetting a six month period of time during the first year of our relationship where he stopped letting me come around them because his narcissistic aunt moved in with them and he was embarrassed and stopped inviting me to things. I told him several times that I didn't care about her and it wouldn't faze me and I still wanted to go and be there. I lost all that time with his family and got set way back, which was no choice of mine, but he decided to conveniently forget that part, that I only put myself in the way of discomfort for him with them when I felt ready, not when he needed and wanted me to, and that made him feel like I never fully loved him. That hurt more than anything else and will stick with me for the rest of my life. I gave my whole heart and self to this person, even when it killed me, and it still wasn't enough. He said, if we stay together, he's hurt. If we end things, he's hurt. There is no winning and that he was just done. He reassured me that he wasn't mad at me and didn't hate me. He just thought it was best to end things. Then we said goodbye. We haven't spoken since. So there you have it. And a sad ending for OP in the end, you know, that they got to be feeling absolutely heartbroken about this, the way that they've talked through this whole story. But to me, I think it's a good step for OP in the end. And I know they're not going to see that now, but just like if I was in that relationship, would you really want to be a part of that mess with all the mental issues and stuff going on and then getting strung along by the boyfriend like this? Just it's exhausting to me. Like Reading having to deal with that was absolutely exhausting. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, your support and your time means the absolute world. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.